Another interview. Welcome to Dream Chasers Radio with your host, me, <laughs> Yaya Diamond. Man, I tell you, time goes by so fast. But the authors, the singers, the the counselors, the coaches—I mean, you know what? We have so many different, wonderful interviews for you to listen to. And today is no different because we got an amazing author on the show today. I want to welcome Alicia Nicole to the show. Welcome to the show. Hey, Yaya, thank you very much. I hope I'm I- excited to be here. Oh, the, the excitement is mine. I'm telling you, I'm excited. Um, so I said your name right? Yep, Alicia Nicole, you got it right. Oh, because everybody knows I taught your names, child. What? I just... <laughs> yeah, no worries. <laughs> okay, so tell me, tell me, how did you get started writing? Um, I actually started writing maybe about six years ago. Well, this book in particular, six years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to experience at that time. I wanted to experience more like women of color in the LGBT like mainstream media, mm-hmm. and I didn't really have it then. So I decided to sit down and write a book. But then uh, life just started happening, and I didn't really get back into it. And then eventually, I finished writing it. Sat down mm-hmm. and you know got focused. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now you know everybody has something that they go through in life. What was the main reason why you wrote this book? Yeah, the main reason was definitely the, I wanted to, something a little bit more relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, all the, like the lesbian content that I have seen, not all of it, but the mm-hmm. majority of the lesbian content that I have seen, um, it was based around like a woman struggling with her sexuality mm-hmm. or leaving her husband. It was some dramatic out, you know, coming out of the closet experience and mm-hmm. I wanted to see more of lesbians that were already comfortable in their sexuality and just going through their everyday life interacting with friends you know and just stuff like that mm-hmm. you know a lot of people that I know are, are you know they're like sexual preferences and something that we speak about but you know when you when you came when they, they call it come out I, I really just say when you just you say hey this is what I prefer and this is what it is you know, yep. after that happened, what happened with you? What happened to your relationships? Did you have any ups or downs? Um, not for the every, for the most part, everybody already knew except me. <laughs> <laughs> so it was one of those things. So it was mm-hmm. pretty. Uh, it was, I had a pretty, you know, anticlimactic coming out situation. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, that was nice. Isn't that funny, though, how we perceive other people's opinions of ourselves or we 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 predetermine that this is what they're going to say or this is what they're thinking. And it really isn't that. Yeah, it was not at all. I was scared and nervous about coming out and everybody was really cool with it. So it worked out for the best. That's great. That's great. And I'm I'm happy for you. Not everybody has that experience. And it's just wonderful when you can yeah. just kind of relax and, and be who you are, you know? So, yeah, definitely. so now you love to travel. Tell me about that. Tell me about Dubai. 
Um, Dubai is awesome. Uh, it's expensive, <laughs> but it is really awesome. Um, mm-hmm. Like the glitz and glam and all that stuff, it's definitely, you can find it in Dubai, you know? Mm. Mm. And now you've been to different places too. Tell me about that. Oh, uh, yeah. I've been, let me see. I went to Dubai, Abu Dhabi, um, Jordan, uh, Israel, Kenya, Ethiopia, Cape Town, mm. um, Spain. Um, where else have I been? Netherlands. Mm. Uh, yeah, I've been all over the place. <laughs> now, there's one thing I have to ask you, and I'm just like debating of whether I should or not. But a tarantula? You ate a tarantula? Girl. Oh, yeah, in Cambodia. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. Go. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I have to when ask. I went out there, um, people I are gonna ask prior that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, people are gonna ask if it tastes like chicken. <laughs> um, it actually surprisingly <laughs> reminded me of soft shell crab. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry for interrupting you. I just had to ask. Oh. No, you're good. You're. Good. <laughs> um, Go I actually ahead. looked it up before I got there. Um, like what kind of specialty foods they had out there because uh-huh. that's my biggest thing I like to try like local beers and local like specialty foods mm-hmm. and um, I had read that they were known for cooking bugs mm. so I had googled this place and it's called Bugs Cafe mm. and he comes out there and he lays out a menu and he's like well this sauce pairs well with the tarantula this sauce pairs well with the scorpion yeah. and stuff like that yeah, oh, no. so I just decided to get uh like the pl- like the sample platter or whatever and tried a little mm. bit of everything and the tarantula was on there. No, I would have been Medea at that point. I'd be like, Do you know I'm black? Yeah. Do you know me? <laughs> you think I eat that? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was definitely uh <laughs> it was an experience. I had to psych myself up, but I'm happy I did it because he cooked it very well. It wasn't like uh the texture wasn't off. It was I don't know, it was good. He did a good job, so Girl, you're brave. You're just brave. <laughs> My hat's off to you. My hat is off to you. Is that just not like, something that it's I It's definitely do. a story, you know. Mm-mm. I would become a vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I, I think I would eat. I would, I would eat the bugs. I heard they got good protein, so. Oh, no, I'm good. <laughs> so tell me, tell me, I know I got to get off the bug thing. Tell me about your book. Tell me about that. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I forgot. That's what we were talking about. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> um, family is just about a group of seven women who love women, and they're just, uh, like, living their everyday life, and going through challenges that life bring them um they're comfortable in their sexuality you know so I feel like it's very relatable mm-hmm. all of them in their late 20s early 30s around that age um yeah it's kind of just uplifting I wanted to get away from the trauma the not trauma but like the dramatic or negative uh, outcomes of lesbian content that I've seen so I wanted to keep it upbeat and and fun and hopefully relatable to more people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What was it like writing that book? I mean, did it take you through your own ups and downs as you went through the journey of those seven women? Uh, kind of, yeah. Um, it was more of I would get, like, put myself in the story, mm-hmm. you know, and then just feel how, like, if I were to do something, what 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 direction would I go? And I just wrote it. 
Right, right. You know, did you have any ups and downs during this process? Did you have to go back and kind of redo some parts that, you know, they grew out of this? You don't think that that kind of relates to them now that you're further along in the story? Oh, yeah, most definitely. I uh, I struggled for a while writing this book. Um, there's been a lot of changes. I had beta readers read through it. Um, and I had to go through and change some stuff that didn't make sense, you know, so there was a lot of changing, changing of names, changing of personalities, and just gutting the story, redoing it, you know, it was a lot of that. Mm-hmm. I've never heard anyone say that they had beta readers. What was that like for you? Did you get nervous to send your stuff off to other people to read? Oh, yeah, I was terrified, and it was definitely a humbling <laughs> experience. You know, it was like, all right, well, I think I wrote this masterpiece, and they read it and tear it apart and give it back to you, and it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know what it, that just reminded me of all the red marks i used to get on my writings in school be like yeah yeah, yeah i aced it comes back he like yeah you effed oh. it it's like you messed oh, it man, up it like that's not what i was thinking yeah <laughs> oh man i've done that so many times wow wow so going back through the experience now what would you do differently if you, if, I mean, obviously you're probably going to be able to, to take these experiences and write your next book. Um, yeah, I would definitely start off with a professional editor mm. opposed to a freelance editor. I think that was my biggest, um, like hold up with the publishing of the book mm-hmm. because I, I had a freelance editor. Now I'm not taking anything away from any freelance editors. Don't get me wrong with that. It's just that I felt like at that time, because my book was really, really raw, I needed somebody maybe with a little more uh, experience when it came to editing. Mm. So I, uh, when I had it edited by the freelance editor, she mm-hmm. did a great job, you know, don't get me wrong, but when I sent it to the beta readers, they kept saying like, this is not edited, this is very raw, and mm. I'm like, oh, well, I thought I had it edited correctly, you know? Mm-hmm. So then um, the company that formatted my book, I asked them if they knew any editor. And I believe she as well as a freelance editor. She just had more experience. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I sent it to her and she chopped it up. And then I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes way more sense. Like right. the way I'm looking at it, how it's edited. So mm-hmm. I think that's where I would start off first would be going for some like an editor with a little more experience right right i mean i mean you know we all make our mistakes and we all have uh you know lessons to learn hopefully that you know when we do make the mistakes we learn the lesson when you think about before you started the book you know before you Mm -hmm. you you buckled down and you began what were your challenges to get started just that just getting started that was the Mm -hmm. hardest part and staying focused because mm-hmm. it's easy, you know, to be like, oh, I'm going to write this one part and then something happens. Okay, I'm going to get up and walk away, you know. So it's just getting started and that momentum and then just keep coming back to it is the hardest part, for, was the hardest part for me. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think that most people have that, that, you know, that fear of failure. So they don't want to start something because they feel like, why should I start it if I think I'm going to just fail? It's just not going to work. Did you have those feelings before you started? Most definitely. I did. I was Hmm. afraid nobody was going to like it. I was afraid that, you know, I'll put it out there and people make fun of me. And then all this stuff was going through my head. And I, I, you know, I believe that's human nature, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was just something that I had to fight through mentally and was like, you know what, screw it. At the end of the day, I published this and, you know, I wrote a book, you know, 
if mm. nobody else is excited for me, I'm excited for me, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. So I'm, like, I'm just going to do it, you know? <laughs> wow. And now, are you do you have anything that's coming up that you would like to tackle? Because, I mean, I love the positive aspect of everything because we already know that there's, there's, you know, in everybody's life, no matter what your sexual connotation, there's always going to be ups and downs and tribulations and trials and going through this relationship and then terminating that and going through, I mean, come on. It's all the same. It's to me, it's just all the same. The relationship thing is just all the same. So what's next for you? As in far like writing or yeah. in life in general or uh, well, I mean, um, how I'm does that starting. does that relate to what you're writing? Your life? Um what do you mean, like the trials and tribulations kind of stuff? Whatever. Um, I mean, yeah, the writing is more of I don't know, it's it's just it's not really trials and tribulations, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just everyday life. I mean, yeah, I guess they kinda do go trials and tribulations, but it's just more of like the upbeat side of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I I just wanna do more positivity and shine light on different kind of relationships. I thought that was important as well, especially mm-hmm. in the lesbian community. I don't feel like uh like the masculine on masculine women relationships are portrayed uh mm-hmm. very well. And I wanted to put that in there and show because they're just as part of the lesbian community as anybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just that they're not portrayed as as often. Mm. You know, so yeah. And I think people should. You know, people get afraid of the things they don't know or they don't understand or they've never been exposed to. And I think being exposed to something and understanding that the commonality of it all is just incredible. Uh, so yeah you know, there's really nothing. I mean, you know, if you're secure in your sexuality, why should you be, you know, concerned about anyone else's, you know, it's not going to work on you. If you're not that way, then you're just not that way. If you're, you're not that way, get over it, you know, just keep it moving. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, agree. you know, it, it makes no sense to me. I, I've never really understood that. I don't, I still to this day don't understand that, you know. And I don't either. You know? What you do in your house is your business. You know, exactly. we're friends, yeah. we're cool friends. We go out, we hang out. Hey, I love it. I have a great time with all my friends, you know, so we yep. have a great time. So I, I love that what you've done is you've, you've taken it and you've normalized it to the point where, Hey, this is, this is what it is. This is what it really is. This is the way it happens. And, you know, I hope that people have the uh, opportunity to go ahead and read your book. Uh, the, the one thing I want to ask you is, you know, for those people who are, scared you know they they and like you said people already knew before you before you even knew people are scared to to say how they really feel or to give their family the you know the the moment of truth how would you how would you do that or or do you have any suggestions as to how they should you know come about it um, I would definitely say the biggest feat is admit it, admitting it to yourself first. Mm-hmm. Um, and once you admit it to yourself and you're comfortable with admitting it to yourself, then kind of feel the situation, you know, feel everybody out before you come out. If you feel like they're going to, if you're going to put yourself in danger, um, then don't do it, you know, or do it, but in like a, maybe like a public setting, I'm not exactly sure, you know, that right. might not be good advice. I don't know, but I would definitely feel the situation out. Mm-hmm. You know, if you feel like you're maybe toss out ideas about people being gay and see how people perceive it, you know, or receive it rather. 
Mm-hmm. And if they receive it well, I'm like, oh, well, by the way, so am I, you know? <laughs> right, right. And, yeah. you know, but I would definitely just feel the situation out first or after you come out to yourself and you're comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's uh, sad to say uh, it can be a very daring, dangerous situation. Um, it is so sad. It, you know, if that is the case, and I don't perceive this to be any different than, uh, you know, abuse or domestic violence. Um, don't say anything. It's just best not to. Yeah. And just get away. This is going to be the hardest thing for someone in that situation to understand that you should never go home after that. Yeah. And And you're going to have to make that decision. Yeah, Yeah, that's going to be a sad decision to make. And that's a decision that a lot of people had to make. Um, Yeah, most definitely. And and women who are abused in domestic violence have to make the same decision. So don't see that there's no difference when it comes to that. So be please, if you're listening to this show, please be careful and uh, you know be aware of your surroundings when you know if you want to do this. Be aware of who you're talking to, regardless of who they are. Uh, we want to make sure you're safe. I thank you so much for being on the show, and thank you so much for writing this book. And uh, where can people reach you? Um, AliciaNicole.com is my website. Um, mm-hmm. I also have Alicia.Nicole019 at gmail.com. Okay. Um, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. I saw that. It's on your page, so people can link up from your website to that. That's great. Yeah, everything that you need to do is on my website. Well, thank you so much, Alicia, for being on the show. It's been a wonderful interview. Is there anything that we left out today? Uh, no, thank you. Thank you for having me. I really do appreciate that. Oh, it's uh, nothing. I appreciate you, child. Let me be on this show talking about eating a tarantula. Child, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot we were talking about the book for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, you guys. Hey, don't forget to tune in uh, uh, every day, Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And until the next time, <laughs> you guys, oh, don't forget to dare to be different. Just, I don't know about the tarantula thing. <laughs> Okay, bye. (laughs) Hey, dare to be different. (laughs) (laughs) I dare to be different. 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 I dare to be different.